Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysanth. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please do me a favor, share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. That's right, Trey and I will have plenty of hot takes for you on the NFL. And as always, Trey's got plenty of NBA information for you. And this episode is brought to you by MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. If you're going to bet on the NFL this Sunday, the conference championship doubleheader, before you bet, see what our consultants have to say. Buy a pick. If it's not a winner, you get your money back. MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Check it out on the smartphone or the computer, the laptop, the tabletop, any kind of top. MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. All right, Trey Blossom and I will talk about the NFL Divisional Round, talk a little bit about the matchups this weekend, and the race for the NFL MVP. Four quarterbacks and a wide receiver are the five finalists. And Trey Blossom has got lots of thoughts about the Eastern Conference and Western Conference in the NBA, a little bit past the halfway point of the regular season. Hey, don't forget, meatandpotatoesusa.com. If you like to bet on football, check out that website. Let's hear a message from our podcast host, Anchor. Then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. It is time for Sports Takes right here on Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. Tommy Chrysan about to be joined by Trey Blossman for this episode of Sports Takes. Plenty of hot takes, NFL, NBA, and who knows what here on Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. Again, brought to you by the website, MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. If you're going to bet this Sunday on the conference championship games before you bet, check out MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Doing fine, Tommy. Beautiful day. Yeah, after some rough weather rolled through South Louisiana and other states on uh, Tuesday night, it's uh, a little chilly for me, but it's uh, good weather for sure. Trey Blossman, your reactions to the divisional round last weekend in the NFL? Well, number one, no real surprises. Uh, The Chiefs had a harder time with the Jaguars than myself and many others thought, but Mahomes' injury was certainly a factor. He was not the same after he went out and came back. I didn't understand why they didn't leave Chad Henney in the game, to be honest with you, Tommy. He drove them 98 yards for a touchdown. Uh, I, I maybe saved Mahomes, and if you absolutely need to put him in in the fourth quarter, put him in. But for him to play that whole second half, laboring and hobbling the way he was, couldn't have been good for his health this coming Sunday where he's going to be needed a whole lot more to beat a Bengal team that appears to be a juggernaut at this time, Tommy. You know, it's all about timing and peaking. And a team that peaks at the right time is going to do real well in the playoffs. Bengals started slow, as sometimes teams have a Super Bowl hangover and they start slow. Some teams, like the Rams this year, never recover from that slow start. The Bengals rallied real nicely, closed very strong. Burrow looking like uh, a quarterback, mature well beyond his years of experience Tommy looks like he's been playing eight or ten years in the league he understands what's going on that's going to be a hell of a matchup between the Chiefs and the Bengals this week Uh, again the Bengals that game that was canceled because of the injury what three four weeks ago the Bengals appeared it was early but appeared to be on their way to a pretty solid victory over the Bills I mentioned on our pick segment last week that I thought the Bengals had a chip on their shoulder because if that game would have been played out and the Bengals had won it, that game Sunday would have been in Cincinnati, not Buffalo. 
but the Bengals went in there with that chip on their shoulder and dominated a very good Bills football team. Bengals looking real strong, Tommy. In the, okay. NFC, in the NFC, the Cowboys were horrible. 49ers got a win there. Eagles were very, very strong in destroying the Giants. Well, in the last 13 months, the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three times. Burroughs 3-0 and against Mahomes and the Chiefs, including in Kansas City. So that's going to be, you know, a storyline going into that game. Uh, but you're right. I agree with your observation of the divisional round. I didn't do well with my picks. In fact, I did terrible. I just couldn't get one right. But then I got one right on Arkansas basketball last night. Because a uh, pro tip for you, bet against Arkansas basketball. Every night you're going to make a lot of money. They are terrible. Yeah. All right, back back to the NFL. Uh, big, big, interesting matchups. Doubleheader Sunday. Uh, the NFC contest, the AFC contest. Uh, lots of storylines. Uh, you know, three of these teams have won a Super Bowl. Only Cincinnati has not won a Super Bowl. They've been to them more than one, but they haven't won it. And of course, the matchup that's getting a lot of talk is uh, Jalen Hurts against Purdy, who they played against each other in college two years ago when Hurts was at Oklahoma and Purdy was at Iowa State. They both throw like five touchdowns. It was a typical Big 12 game, like 42-41 or something like that. So, you know, they, they know each other. And and uh, wow, the Eagles are impressive. Man, man they are so good line of scrimmage offensively and defensively and we're going to do our picks later in the week for those of you listening trey and i'll have plenty of picks and observations uh when we do uh trey's picks later in the week i'll do my picks with anthony gallo you can get it all here as a part of talking sports with tk please always search for that podcast or click the favorite button or whatever so i think it's going to be fun and uh, two teams will punch their ticket it'll be a two year two week gap before they head out to arizona and play for championship in Super Bowl 57. Well, you know, you mentioned that game 42-41. I think that was the score, and I think there was a missed two-point try at the end of that game as opposed to going into overtime. I think determined that one. Also, just a side note, the two quarterbacks that have brought Cincinnati to the Super Bowl, Ken Anderson and Boomer Esiason. Yeah, very correct. And like Joe Burrow, extremely accurate. I mean, yes. NFL, yes. Joe Montana may be the most accurate as far as throwing the ball and not having a guy have to reach back or break stride, putting it in that spot where they can just not lose a half a step or even a quarter of a step. Burrow has that. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable, uh, you know, his rise from a good player at LSU his junior year that probably would have been a fourth or fifth round draft pick had he come out to the Heisman Trophy in the number one. He was 1-1, first round, first player uh, picked. And then he's uh, taken the woeful Bengals, you know, to two straight AFC championship games, trying to make it two Super Bowls. So they both lines are tight and short in the NFC and AFC matchups. The over-unders are, you know, make you scratch your head a little bit. I guess that's why they call it gambling. Uh, so, you know, Mahomes' ankle, he does, he practiced today in Kansas city. They just said he practiced. They didn't say to what extent. And he was walked in and out of the facility without the walking boot that he had on yesterday. I'm telling you, that's ankles got more attention this week than any other ankle <laughs> on, on the planet. Okay. And look, there's no question. He's going to go. How effective can he be? That's that's the question. A yes. key to his game is sliding out of the pocket left and right, climbing the pocket and running sometimes up the center of the field. And all of that is his athleticism based on 
two ankles that are in better shape than perhaps his right ankle is with the high ankle sprain suffered uh, last week uh, in the game. So, uh, but Chad Henney kind of, if you're a Chiefs fan, you got to think like, okay, if we got to go to Henney, most people didn't even know he was still in the NFL. But if we got to go to Chad Henney, we might be okay. You know, he drove him 98 yards and threw a touchdown pass. So, you know, but anyway, but it's going to be a he, fun. And he's done, he's done it in the past as well. Yeah, it's going to be a fun Sunday. Uh, again, you don't want to miss our picks later in the week. Uh, Trey's picks, Anthony Gallo and I's picks, and, of course, the website with the sports consultants, meatandpotatoesusa.com. If you buy a pick and it's not a winner, you get your money back. That's a pretty good deal. But, uh, Trey, MVP of the NFL, five finalists were announced earlier today. We're talking on Wednesday. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, Patrick Mahomes. So you got four quarterbacks and a wide receiver and two guys from LSU. How about that? Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Two of four. Well, and, and let's, let's, let's remind folks, Justin Jefferson – was a two, maybe three-star wide receiver coming out of Destrehan High School, which is between Baton Rouge and New Orleans, for those of you listening around the country. And he was supposed to go to Southeastern Louisiana University, the Lions in Hammond, about an hour north of New Orleans, hour east of Baton Rouge. It's where I went to school. Um, and at the last minute, uh, some receiver that wanted to go to LSU changed his mind or whatever, so it kind of freed up a scholarship. And they called Justin Jefferson. Obviously, his brother Jordan had been a quarterback at LSU, and he made the switch. So uh, sometimes those little last-minute decisions lead to big things. Absolutely. And uh, LSU's good fortune there that somebody opted not out of their commitment and the spot opened up for Jefferson. You know, he was the leastly – least the most lightly recruited of the three Jefferson brothers that all played at LSU. He winds up being a superstar in the NFL. Go figure. A lot, well, I think there's he, a lot of hard work involved there, Tom. No, and he, he's a good kid, and uh, he works hard, and he has developed into one. You know, he's finalist for the MVP award. He and four quarterbacks. I mean, I don't have to say anything else. I mean, that's, that's powerful. Look, the, the quarterback votes, split the vote, the wide receiver gets it. Look, right. I, I'd, I'd better die at Coke Jefferson gets the MVP. Well, you know, it just makes I, sense. I, mean, I, could be, I could be wrong, obviously. Well, Tom, if you're inclined to vote for a quarterback, there's four of them to choose from. So that's going to – as the only non-quarterback in the group, I, I think Jefferson has a really good chance. And I would put Hurts and Mahomes – Burrow and Mahomes ahead of Hurts and Allen. A, they're still playing. B – they 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 know what conference championship and Super Bowls are. I, I would and I realize it's who was the most valuable player this year, and I, I don't think. I mean, the, the Eagles wouldn't have survived without Hurts and, and Buffalo without. I mean, you think of the team without that player, okay? So it, it, you know you're right. They may split them quarterback votes, and Justin Jefferson may walk himself right into an MVP. Time will tell. Trey Blossman, uh, again, we'll have your picks later in the week. I know you got some NBA thoughts. Well, Tommy, we often talk that Pete Rozelle's goal for the NFL was parity, and that in great part that's been reached. Uh, well, I, I think the NBA has reached it as well, Tommy. If you look at the standings, again, 10 teams go to the expanded playoffs now. In the National Conference, Boston leads, Philadelphia second, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. That second, third, fourth, they're all packed in pretty tight. 
Uh, Cleveland is fifth. Miami is sixth. New York, Atlanta, Indiana, Indiana, and Chicago, all those teams within three or four games of one another. It's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. The really hot team right now in the East is Orlando, the Magic. They're 3-1 and one against Boston this year. Boston, the best record in the NBA, has only won one of four games against the upstart Orlando Magic, who just got a player back this week that's hasn't played in almost three years. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, the big lanky uh, wing from Florida State, is back in the lineup. I think he scored 10 points in 10 minutes last night. Wow. Maybe that was the night before. So that's a big addition to that young team. They're loaded. Uh, they've got length. They've got speed. Watch for Orlando in the future, Tommy. In the West, New Orleans currently sits in fourth place, which is good. And it shows you a home court in the first round. But they're only one game ahead of the Clippers, a game and a half ahead of Dallas and Phoenix, two games ahead of Utah, two and a half games ahead of Minnesota, Golden State, and Oklahoma City. Uh, tightly packed there, Tommy. You got three games separating teams five through 13. Nine teams within three games of one another. Here as we get to about the 60% mark of the season. Uh, Phoenix has been beset with injuries, which have set them back. Denver is just absolutely rolling along right now. A big game tonight. Memphis travels to Golden State. A rematch of a playoff round last year. Both teams fairly healthy. Should be a good game, 9 o'clock on ESPN tonight. But again, the key thing to note here in the NBA is just how tightly packed these teams are and how much parity there is today. And as you mentioned, a little bit past the halfway pole uh, or the halfway mark of the regular season of the NBA. So that would tell me it's going to get get quite interesting going down the stretch as teams jockey for season spots. Absolutely. You know, Oklahoma City playing very well. Some people thought they were trying to tank. You know, the young French kid coming up as the consensus first pick in the draft. A lot of teams supposedly posturing to be in position to get the highest chance of odds in the lottery to get him. But there you have Oklahoma City and Orlando playing really good ball, looking like they want no part of being the worst team in the NBA. Yeah, so it'll be an interesting down stretch in the NBA. Trey Blossman will do your picks on Friday afternoon. We'll drop that episode. Games are till Sunday, so you'll have plenty of time to get it on Friday night or any time on Saturday and basically till you know mid afternoon on a Sunday with the first game starting two o'clock central time. Uh, and then the second game follows that. Trey, you have a good day, and we look forward to your picks on Friday here on Talking Sports with TK. Thank you, Tom.